Welcome to the Gritty Hour. Time to get down to the nitty gritty. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Gritty Hour. I have a special guest today, John Gusty. John is, uh, after 30 years in the entertainment industry, working behind the curtain for some of music's biggest names, John turned his attention to health and wellness in an effort to help his wife heal from what was originally diagnosed as multiple sclerosis. He soon realized that the same deceit and profit motive that plagued the entertainment media was even worse inside the medical industrial complex. As a devout agorist and champion of individuality, he now devotes his time to producing content that celebrates the spirit of sovereignty in all aspects of life. Very interesting. Welcome to the Gritty Hour, John. Oh, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. It's a pleasure to have you. So the book that uh, you see, I think a snap snap it of it is behind my head here. Why should we take the red pill? I got to ask you, what what does uh, what is the meaning of red pill? Well, it's a a lot of people might recognize it. It's a, it's a reference to a, a very key scene in the movie, The Matrix. Um, and where the, uh, the main character is given a choice, um, he's given a choice to take one of two pills and, uh, the, 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 red pill, if he takes the red pill, he, uh, he knows the truth. Um, the truth is revealed to him and, uh, there's no going back. That's, that's, that's the, uh, that's the caveat, or he can take the blue pill and, um, just remain, um, things are just as they are. No, you know, he'll just go on about his, his, his life, um, uh, kind of, kind of naive and uh and and numb um i I do want to point out there there is it just happens to be red and blue there is absolutely no um correlation between the red and blue uh sides of the statist church uh republicans and democrats (laughs) that's not what those colors coordinate is happened to be the colors that they used in the movie i'm not gonna lie that's what i did think it was yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's all right. Not, so, not, uh, not at all. give us a little bit of the a synopsis of the story behind how you got involved in this. Before I even get to that, I, I just wanted to point out, uh, you're, you're involved in a book called the red pill revolution, correct? Correct. 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 I mean, you were one, co- one, co- one of the authors. Yeah. One, one of there's, there's five of us that, that uh-huh. contributed to the book. I, uh, the other four gentlemen are, uh, my four co-authors are all in the UK. I am the only American, um, in, in the group. Um, but, but it gave it a, it gave it a really unique perspective. We actually started putting that book together fourth quarter of 2019. Mm-hmm. I think we all know what happened next. Um, and, yeah. uh, but you know, oddly enough, the purpose of that book you mentioned in my in my intro in the bio, um, you know, my wife uh, of of twenty plus years now, she was uh, originally diagnosed with multiple sclerosis and um, hasn't taken a step on her own in over fifteen years. She's been confined mm-hmm. to an electric scooter, and um, I've been a relatively healthy person my my entire life. I didn't spend any time interfacing with the medical industrial complex at all. Right. Um, so when she and I got together, um, as, as any good, um, spouse would do her problems became my problems and vice versa. And I, I just wanted to help her and, mm-hmm. um, having zero, um, previous experience with the medical industrial complex. I, I, I think, I think like a lot of people assumed 
that there was um, some entity or entities that, that are they're sitting there and there's a file on you and they're going over your file and they're looking out for your best interest. And and that obviously is not the case at all. You really have to be your own general contractor. So I, mm-hmm. I kind of appointed myself her, her general contractor and started doing what I do in anything else. I'm kind of a digger. Um, you put me on a, on a topic or a task and I'm going to dig. I want to find out, you know, I want to peel back the, the layers of the onion and see why things are the way they are and how things work. And I started doing that with her health and wellness journey and realized, um, like I said in, in, in my bio, um, I'm used to ego and, and manipulation and deceit and, and, and fun and games. That was that's what the music, that's what the entertainment industry is. Um, I just didn't for the life of me, I had no idea that those exact same attributes were just rampant in the medical industrial complex. And this was years, this is this is before the events of 2020. Mm-hmm. Um Far, far before. And, and so we, um, of those, uh, my, my four co-authors, one of them, uh, Dr. Jeremy Ayers happens to be my wife's, um, main doctor. And we, uh, the two of us became pretty close over the years. He took a, he t- took a genuine, uh, interest in getting my wife better. Um, and he, uh, as a result, he and I got very, very close and he's just one of those. He's a, I'm, I'm, I'm a, Big fan of the art of conversation. I think mm-hmm. the art of conversation is 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 fast becoming a lost art. It's up to people like you and me to uh, to keep the conversation on any and all topics going. It's totally okay for us to discuss anything. I think we can we can tackle as 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 two grown adults. I think we can tackle just about any subject without either of us getting our panties in a wad mm-hmm. about anything. And we can you know. And and, and so uh, Jeremy and I um, just. There's there's literally no rabbit hole we we we, we didn't um, go down and discuss, and uh, and it's you know those 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 kind of friends are rare the the, the type the, the type of you know the type of person that you can just literally have any kind of kind of conversation with, and it's and it's all kind of that you know if you think back to when we were all kids that that real raw pure just sense of wonderment, just wanting to know about things, you know, not, mm-hmm. no agendas, no political or religious agendas, just, just, just curiosity. And we, so we, we thought it would be a, a, a really interesting idea to put together a book that acted as a guidebook because we, um, you know, again, this is, this is fourth quarter 2019. So none of the 2020 stuff had happened yet. Um, but we, uh, even prior to 2020 noticed there was a lot of people that were starting to take notice that, Hey, you know, maybe things aren't exactly as we've been told um, and, and, and pick the vertical, whether it's religion, whether it's politics, whether it's health and wellness, whether it's technology, whether it's I think history. by now it's a, it's a majority yeah. of people now. Yeah. 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 And so we wanted, we wanted to put a, uh, a guidebook together, if you would, for people like ourselves with that, you know, with that wonderful sense of wonder, you know, because mm-hmm. not everybody comes, not everybody has their aha awakening moment at the same place, the same time or or along the same path. You know, some people wake up in the world of nutrition and go, oh, my gosh, you know, sugar's actually bad for me. You know, mm-hmm. other people do it with religion. Other people do it with politics. So we just wanted to put together a um a, a handbook, a guide, if you will, for people like ourselves who 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 were taking that journey and 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 realizing things and and understanding that things just aren't as we have been told in any number of of, of verticals. And um, lo and behold, right when we started writing it was right when event two hundred one 
was happening. I think Event 201 is still on YouTube. For those of you that aren't aware of what Event 201 is, it was when the um, the 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 String pullers, the influencers, the are the World Economic Forum people, all of all of the you know the movers and shakers on uh, on a world scale got together and ran a little drill about something called a coronavirus that was going to you know going to be mm-hmm. released. And uh, lo and behold, four months later, it it actually happened um, almost on cue as they uh, worked out in their little drill. And so it was a it was a great time to start putting a book together. It was like we were writing this book while watching a real life um experiment happen yeah, yeah. and uh and, and and it was actually turned out to be a blessing in disguise because it gave us a really interesting live um just as it's happening uh perspective on, on some of the things that we were already going to talk and write about uh without getting too personal but i, I do want to drill down a little bit into yeah. your wife's diagnosis of mm-hmm. multiple sclerosis did you doubt the multiple sclerosis diagnosis? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And, exactly. and yeah. Dr. Ayers, uh, Dr. Ayers, uh, agreed with you or just tell um, me how that occurred. We could probably do, um, we, we won't, but we probably could do an entire three, four, five hour show just on, um, the topic of diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 and just the fact that, um, I don't know. Let me use an analogy. If you take your car to a mechanic and a mechanic tells you that there is something wrong with your car, you can usually ask the mechanic to show you what the problem is and you can see it with your own eyes. And um, I, I think all of us have encountered our, our fair share of good and bad mechanics. And it's it's not unusual for someone to call out a mechanic that they don't trust and go, yeah, I don't know that you're really giving me a, a an accurate diagnosis, I think I'll go get a second opinion. Unfortunately, that type of behavior doesn't happen as often as it should with um, the people that wear white uh, coats yeah. with letters after their name. Right. And for some reason, we've just all been born into the pop culture mean that these medical establishment figureheads um, are, are somehow smarter or more informed than us lowly uh, normies walking around out there. And, and mm-hmm. I don't know, man, I, 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 I think, I think that tide is, has changed. I mean, I can't tell you, I don't mean this to sound arrogant. I'm just being honest. I can't tell you how many times I've sat in the same room with a medical professional um, and, and I have known more about the particular topic at hand than, than, than they do. And it's not even my profession. It's not, it's not my burden to know that type right. of, of material, but again, I'm, I am a digger and I just don't, um, I think most people who are diggers and researchers, they, you know, you, you, you want to check your sources and, 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 you know, you, you look for patterns and, you know, and I don't, I don't believe anything unless I've got, you know, five, six, maybe seven different correlating pieces of evidence that show me that, yeah, okay, I, I think, I think, I, I think I can trust this particular diagnosis, but, but no, in general, I think there is a, um, a massive, massive issue with people, uh, medical professionals telling people that they have things, they have conditions, they have, uh, I hate the word disease, but they, they have diseases that they, um, they may not necessarily have at all. Um, let me give you, let me give you another example. If, uh, if I was a let's let's just say you you were um, sitting in your house one night and you noticed that one of your um, walls in your living room was starting to be 
you know, cave in, crack, be compromised a little bit. So you call a professional and you call, you know, I show up, I'm, I'm the, I'm the, uh, the architectural professional. And I, t- I give you my diagnosis and I tell you, I tell you that you have, uh, you know, wall compromise-itis. You know, I come up with some name for this, this condition of your wall <laughs> and, um, and, and, and you blindly go, Oh my gosh, well, he's got a white coat and letters after his name. He must know what he's talking about. And uh, and I give you a I give you a scan I I show you this 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 X ray looking thing and I I show you a big white spot in there I was like look see this is this is where your your wall disease is and I'm going to need to pump a bunch of chemicals and stuff in there to 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 to, to we might even have to burn your entire wall down you know and and put in a new wall those yeah. type of things when when in reality what you actually had was termites and. <laughs> And those termites could be treated um, very effectively a number of different ways that would not involve burning down your wall or pumping chemicals into your wall. I mean, you know, at the very least, I could, you know, someone trained in such things could like could remove the termites and move them to another spot if they so desired to do do such. But right, so I right. so I think that I think the topic of diagnosis is a, is a BS topic to begin with. I think a lot of people have been told that they have things that they don't um they don't actually have. I I I think there are more reasonable and actionable um explanations for things that people have been told are wrong with them. Mm-hmm. Well, you're, what you were just saying reminded me of something I heard recently at the uh, um, pharmaceutical industry uh, sees no profit in cures. They only see profit in treatments. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my. I mean, once once you I, – I, I, underst- I understand there's going to be people out there that go, but you have to make money. But, like, if you and I – let's just say you and I started a business tomorrow and what we were going to do is we are going to sell lemonade. Right um, now, you and I, if if our, if our goal was to make the best lemonade possible and serve it with the best service and the best customer experience possible, um, I would say that should be our goal. If that if that if that was if that was our our our, our you know project that we set out to do together, um, serving the best product and giving the best service should be the goal. And certainly we need to make a profit in order to carry on doing so. However, at some point, if our encouragement for doing what we do shifted to just make as much money as possible, um, I would say that the, the without question, the quality of our lemonade is going to suffer, our service level is going to suffer because we are going to start thinking about how can we sell the most amount of product at the least amount of cost to the most people to gain the most profit. And, Mm -hmm. and that our game, our game has shifted. We started out wanting to make the best lemonade and with the best service. And somewhere along the way, we shifted it to profit mode. So whenever anything shifts into profit motive being the main driver of why any entity does what it does, you're not going to get the you're not going to get the best goods. You're not going to get the best service. You're, 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 the end product is absolutely going to suffer each and every time. I've never seen an example of where that hasn't been the case. Do you think there's a discernible point in time when the medical industry made that shift? 
I think uh, it started out that way. I think I think the uh, there is a wonderful, wonderful documentary called Rockefeller Medicine by a gentleman named James Corbett. Um, it can be found at the CorbettReport.com. I would highly encourage everyone. It's probably the best 50 minutes you could probably spend. Um, and it goes into the history of when uh, John D. Rockefeller came in um, from, you know, the Prior to his presence, uh, all we had was a homeopathic natural system you know, mm-hmm. or, or, or pra- practice, if you will. It was it was the Rockefeller influence that dominated and got and, and, and infiltrated all all of the universities. Um, so so na- now now you've got this. You know what we have today is is you have to go to their schools to get their certification to work in their facilities in their vertical and they, and they call all of that medical. Um, I mean, even to the point where like, you know, you've heard of people in the past being, you know, actually prosecuted for having the gall to practice medicine without a license. And I mean, mm-hmm. health and wellness, uh, just if, if I think if everyone stepped back a few steps, health and wellness, it's all of our primary responsibility it's 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 the biggest responsibility it's the most intimate responsibility we've all been given it's it's my job to take care of me and 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 what what i have been born with and it's in my best interest to take care of me sure and so uh too many people shove that responsibility off to a commercial third party uh, i think if you ask a lot of people in 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 this country um what healthcare is very few people are going to go. Well, it's my refrigerator. It's my garden. It's my you know. It, it's the water that I, that I drink. It's the sun that I expose myself to. It's the ground that I take. A lot of people think healthcare is actual access to government goods and services, and all of which are there for profit and and not for mm. the betterment of of the the end user. And so, yeah, I, I think I think prior to John D. Rockefeller coming in. Um, the the world had a uh, had a reasonable um, I don't I wouldn't call it a healthcare system but I I mean do we you know do do we have a do do we have a you know I don't do we even need a healthcare system we don't I don't think we do I think we need knowledge on how to live the best healthy life that humans can live and mm-hmm. and I don't I think that that knowledge and that and that um, information. Um, transcends needing a system to distribute it right well i think most people watching or some people watching or listening to us uh would play the devil's advocate and ask well how do you explain the um extension of lifespans over the last say 50 60 years have they uh, have, have lifespans really because uh, because if, if we are to believe historical text people used to live a lot longer mm-hmm. i mean you, you we've got we've got historical texts and not just biblical text i mean text that way predates anything that the uh you know the roman powers that be put together uh and assembled in, into what we call the bible today but um there's there's lots of ancient texts that 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 point to the fact that people lived much longer much much longer than they're living today so i would argue that um if any if anything our lifespans have have gotten shorter um I, I i think a microcosm of that is is i don't know if you're if you're an animal lover or not um i happen to be a dog guy and um i i have never my wife and i we have never had an animal dog or cat 
that has not gone um, 20 years or more. And mm. one of the reasons, one of the reasons why is we do not pump our animals full of man-made toxins. Our dogs, our cats get no shots. They eat meat, they drink clean water, and they have access to the outdoors whenever they want it. And it's funny that when you give an animal those things, those very simple things that it, mind you, would already have if it was living outside doing its own thing, um, they tend to live twice what your average domestic animal lives. I mean, a lot of, I think a lot of people expect to get 10, maybe 12, 13 years out of a dog or a cat. And it's like, right. you can, that seems you can to easily be, yeah. get twice, yeah. twice that if you just, if you just take all of the artificial toxins out of the equation and just feed them real food, don't pump them up full of, full of chemicals and give them good water and let them, let them get outside. And you're, you're, you're going to get twice the lifespan uh, out of that animal that you otherwise would. Interesting. How do you feel about fluoride in the water system? <laughs> uh, hydrofluoric salicylic acid. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's good uh, for your teeth, supposedly. <laughs> uh, it's funny. <laughs> funny. You, you could you could look up. I think even to this day, you can look up fluoride on uh, the the bastion of all truth and knowledge, Wikipedia, and it'll tell you that it is toxic and corrosive. Um, and I can't imagine why. Let's see. It's a byproduct of the aluminum industry that the aluminum industry got in trouble back in the mid 40s for dumping into groundwater and, and getting a lot of people sick and dead. So they had to partner up with another industry that could use that. Well, what about the dental industry? We could put it in the water. Uh, who would benefit from, from corrosive crap being in everyone's drinking water? I bet you the <laughs> dental industry would, 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 would certainly benefit from that. And we have, that's what we have to this day. So yeah. I actually, I actually went to, uh, I live, I live in a little town, um, West of Nashville and years and years and years ago, I, um, I have, I fancied myself. Uh, I've, I've always kind of fancied myself as this individualist, you know, middle finger, skateboard, punk rock, loving kid. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and doing things for myself and trying trying to be as 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 sovereign as I possibly can and it and it hit me years and years ago it's like man I can't even get uh, I can't even get a, a glass of water I can't get myself water without third party commercial some third party commercial entity and so um I went to my water district um I think every county in in the US has got one water entity in in their water district that takes the hit for the whole county and it's in sometimes all of the water districts within a county will will put that hydrofluoric salicylic acid in but in my case it was the county uh, it was it was the district that I was dealing with I asked them to ask them why why they were doing it um they did not know um I was the first person to show up for a water board meeting in years um <laughs> I, 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 so I and three other uh, older gentlemen had 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 some wonderful conversation. They didn't know why they were doing it. They just always had. It wasn't met, found out it wasn't mandated by the state. Um, so I asked them, I said, hey, look, you know, as a as your customer, could you not put that in there, please? I would like you to not have that in the product that I'm buying from you. And um, and you don't, and I said, you know, you you clearly don't know why you're doing it, and you also aren't being forced to do it. So I know, let's take a vote. Let's not do it. And um, the next meeting, a month later, uh, 
the room was filled with no less than 30 people, uh, all all from the state. Uh, there, there were several lawyers or people from the dental industry that were there. Oh, all really? Because, wow. All because one, one of the guys, and he one of the guys on my waterway, he wasn't doing anything wrong. He just called the state and said, hey, I got this guy, brought up a lot of good points. Uh, I think we're going to stop doing this, you know, let, and, and the state just descended on my little, my little water district. Wow. And, and um, long story short, um, they, they were not allowed to stop doing it. So I just said, I actually got, I actually have, I, I recorded everything. I've got it all on audio. I actually have the, uh, the, the state of Tennessee. I don't know if all states have this, but the state of Tennessee has a department of oral health. Now, why would the state have a department of oral health? I, 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 I comically asked, is there a department of nasal health? Is there a department of anal health? Is there a part, department of vaginal health? I mean, wh- how many orifices have their own departments? And, uh, <laughs> interestingly enough, only the department of oral health existed. Um, they couldn't explain why we needed a department of oral health at the state level. But nonetheless, I think we know why. Um, it's to administer programs like this, uh, like the, the hydrofluoric salicylic acid being in there. So, so I actually had them, uh, I have them recorded stating emphatically that the reason that it is in there is for medical reasons. And they, and they, and, they, and that's why they had all the dental lobbyists and, and stuff there at the meeting. And, uh, and I kind of wanted them to say that because after they, after I, I knew that they had said it, I had it on, I had it recorded and everything. I said, so basically you're medically dosing people without their consent. Which is a bit, which is big time. No, you can't. You mm-hmm. you can't do that. Dunkin' Donuts couldn't put ibuprofen in their donut and not tell you about it. You know, right, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Right. Now they could make an ibuprofen donut, and you could have the right to buy it or not buy it. But if they're putting it in there and not telling you about it, that's that's dosing you without your consent. So um, I, I, I the lot. The, my parting shot to them was you're 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 medically dosing people without your con, without their consent, and um, maybe this will end up uh, in, in, in a court of law someday. Thank you very much. I'm actually canceling my subscription to the services, and I just went and dug a well, and and now I have my own. You know, I've had my own water for probably ten plus years now. Um, but but it was it was all like like I said it was it was crazy because like I I really thought I was living a good individual self-sufficient life but um, right. we're the only we're the only uh, species that I'm aware of that puts a paywall between themselves and water uh, every other species of of life form that I'm aware of knows how to get their own water um no paywall needed but somehow we it falls from the sky and springs from the ground but we've set it up so that we have to pay for it mm. um which i think is 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 interesting being that we are mostly water beings depending upon who you want to argue with we're 70 to 80% water so why would we literally have a paywall between us and the most essential element to our life right interesting interesting take have you ever read any reports that try and prove that it does improve oral health no, I, I, I've got, I've actually got a, uh, got a pretty good collection of books and reports that date back to the mid forties on this very subject. And I don't believe that there is any, um, and I was looking for it too. Cause I, I really want, like when I have conversations like this about topics like this, I want to be correct. I don't, I don't want to just be spouting off stuff just because it's stuff that I think like I right. want to be challenged on this. And so right. I was hoping to find um, something 
that would at least prop up their side of the argument. But now there's 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 absolutely again, you can you can literally go on Wikipedia right now and it'll tell you that fluoride is toxic and corrosive. Mm. And if it's toxic and corrosive, then why in the world are we putting it into, you know, I mean, think, think of, think of the membranes and the flesh and, and the glands and stuff that, that, that it is, it is coming into contact with as we swallow it. Even if you look at products that have fluoride in them, like the wash, you know, the mouthwashers and, and the stuff, and it'll tell you, it, yeah, it'll tell you do not swallow it yet. Mm-hmm. Yet they're putting that they're putting water in they're putting it in water which they know is being swallowed and and where people are bathing in it and they're cooking their food in it and and they, you know I mean it's swimming in it I mean it's it's so it's a uh, yeah it's it's nasty business but you know you don't have we, we we don't have to purchase that product from them and I just stopped purchasing it from them yeah in your book John you mentioned the word state uh, am I, if I say it wrong statism. Yes. Or, yeah. Or statism, maybe. Statism. Statism. Uh, yeah. What is it? What does that mean? Statism. The um, I, I think I'm I think I'm accurate in saying it is probably the most prevalent religion on Earth. Um, it is the belief in the higher power of the state. In the case of here in the U.S., it's the belief in the District of Columbia. It's it's the belief that there are people um, out there who. Um, believe that they have magic words that they can write on their magic pieces of paper and they put it down on their magic pieces of paper. And that somehow gives them superpowers to tell the rest of us what we can and can't do, uh, where we, where we can go, what plants we can use, what foods we can have, whether we can collect rainwater or not. And so it's, 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 uh, you know, religion is simply the belief in a, higher power it's 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 a it's a belief system based around the belief of in a higher power higher authority and statism is just the that that exact same dynamic it's just belief in this in the state the the and and, and uh, some people will call it corporatism because um you know i mean I, obviously we don't we don't have an actual government we haven't had a go, an, an actual government since i think arguably what the mid 30s but um, certainly since then we, we, we have corporate entities, commercial entities, you know, like, like I don't, the, you know, the state, I live in Tennessee, the state of Tennessee has, um, doesn't have any, uh, and this is true for all states. It's actually true on, on the federal level, all, uh, with very few exceptions. There, there are still some towns that t- cities and towns that are unincorporated, but pretty much everything has been incorporated. And when you, when you incorporate, you turn something into a commercial entity, and um, so so uh, you know all governorships have been abandoned, all 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 seats of all actual original jurisdiction government on every level, the county, state, federal level have all been abandoned since it started in the in the 30s. Um, I think it took till the 70s till they got all all of the the, the states and the counties. Um, incorporated, but yeah, it's just belief in that corporate state. And so, um, what 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 do you think that leads to? If they were if they were all abandoned, then what do we have? We we've, we've got we've got companies mm-hmm. like, like there. We don't like I don't. The, there is no actual government for the state of Tennessee. There is the state of Tennessee Incorporated, which was a an entity that was that was that was created, and it is privately owned. We you 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 can't buy stock in the state of Tennessee or any other state, so it's it's clearly it's privately owned. If it was a publicly traded company, we'd be able to buy stock in it, but you can't buy stock in it. Um, and so we've got these, you know, we we've we've 
pretty much what we call government is is corporate fiction and any 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 anything anything commercial is 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 fictional because it only exists on paper it does not exist in 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 real life you need you need the magic paper with the magic words on it to make right. it uh to 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 make it even close to a reality and and so statism is just the the belief in those people who 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 believe that they have the magic words to put on the magic paper to tell everyone else what to do and a lot of times those 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 individuals um go as far as to believe that they they come from these you know sacred bloodlines that that you know they're born they're they're born into being being able to tell other people and rule over other people. It's, I mean, and, and it's, it's not just the U S I mean, look at the crown, you know, I, it, it blew me, it blew me away when, uh, when queen, a lizard beast, uh, <laughs> on, uh, if, 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 if she, she, or it actually did pass on whatever, but in this, in this day and age where, where people are getting canceled right and left for saying the wrong thing or thinking the wrong thing or wearing the wrong thing or whatever, how in the world did, did the crown get a free pass? You've literally got like self-admitted, inbred German. They're they're not even British. I mean, they used to be the House of Saxe-Gotha until I think it was 1917 when the uh, Hitler narrative that they created wasn't going so well, and and people weren't digging the whole German thing. So then they changed their names to the House of Windsor, and yeah, you know, and they literally <laughs> claim to have a sacred bloodline that gives them the right to rule over everyone else to the point where they call everyone else their subjects and 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 somehow that gets a pass like there 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 are still those among us who look at like what what's called the royal family and think that oh it's it's beautiful it's a, it's a wonderful thing it's like man it's that is that's do you do you honestly here's 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 a simple question do you think as a human being do you think that human beings have the right to walk up to another human being and just declare non-consensual authority over them? No. Of course not. I mean, no. that's that's slavery. As and, an American, uh, I don't. Anyway, I yeah, don't know yeah, if it's but, worldwide, but but, but, but you know, yeah. I, again, I, you know, I, I think you know, I, I think King Chuck probably thinks he does, though. You know. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, it's a figurehead now. I just it's a parliamentary government there, anyway. So. I don't know why they propped that royal family up to begin with, you know. Uh, I am an American, but I'm an Irish American, so I always have a slant on my view of that. So, yeah. but you're right, you're right, of course. And um, but I wanted to talk about this book more, if you don't mind. Yeah, and and before absolutely. we, it just give me a second. I wanted to share um, the Amazon page for the book, so people who are watching us on YouTube or Rumble can see um, the book itself. Um. In the meantime, I'll do my shameless prop. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, there you go. That's yeah. that's the book. So yeah. this is it's called the Red Pill Revolution. Uh, what I have in front of me is the uh, paperback version on Amazon. Um, so give us a little bit more about the the book itself. What what it because obviously it touches more on just the the healthcare industry or the as you what did you call it the medical industrial complex yes it it really is kind of a general walk through the infrastructure of life as we know it 
um, and talks about things like the Crown, like the District of Columbia, like the medical industrial complex, like some of these these quote unquote institutions that we've just been born to believe um, have the right to do what they do. And um, and and, and it, it really tries to the book just tries to take a good general look at the playing field of modern day life and 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 ask how did we get to this point and what and more importantly what can we do about it and uh, a, lo- a lot of uh, a, a lot of reoccurring themes keep popping up in the book the uh, the, the topic of consent is a huge topic um you keep, that keeps coming up um deceit and manipulation um, which is basically just marketing. I mean, that's all marketing is, is just, you know, manipulating, you know, some, someone to get to, to go here, click here, buy this right. or drink this or whatever. So, so it's, it's really trying to take um, a very simple, very general look at the playing field of life as it currently is and um, get people to think about it in more, more the way that I've been talking about it, where it's just, you know, just, just kind of, everyday um everyday approaches to these topics whereas you know you don't normally you know i I mean i get people all the time telling me that like you know a lot of people don't talk about these things the way that we talk about these things Mm -hmm. and we take we take a very simple um reasonable um (laughs) dare i say consensual approach to these things and just ask questions. And I think asking questions and, 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 and putting up, um, you know, scenarios and analogies gets people thinking. And, you know, I mean, I really, a really good example I, I love to, uh, to cite, uh, you know, in, in situations like this was, uh, it was not that long ago, um, when, uh, the country was losing its mind over the topic of marriage. Right. And, and and you had people just like just going at each other's throats over the topic of marriage. And um and I kind of saw, you know, not just me, but you know, the the, the other author, authors, we we kind of saw it um like this. And and this is just an example of maybe explaining it a little differently that allows people to think of it a little differently. Is is you had um we get we get told all the time um, that there's two sides. There's the you know there's the right side and the left side, or the blue side and the red side, or the re- Republicans and the Democrats. All um, I would say uh, back to the religion thing, um, they might be two groups, but they're 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 one religion. They're 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 still part of the statist religion. And so you take something like marriage. How absurd is it? You ha- you have these supposed two sides going, you know, one side was going, we've got this privilege and you can't have it. And you have the other side going, but we want this privilege and we're going to get it. And <laughs> that, that, that privilege that that they're fighting over is getting a third party commercial entity, a company to certify your personal human relationship. Mm-hmm. And that is Dude, if that's not bizarre, like when you think of it that way, you know, I mean, my my wife and I have been married over 20 years and we had a wonderful wedding um, back in the day. Um, but somebody that wasn't invited to our wedding was the state of Tennessee. The state of Tennessee is nowhere to be found in, in, in our wedding. We are married because we say we are. We have a covenant between the two of us. Covenants are only held up by the two people that make them. 
and um and 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 you don't need a third party there's it, in fact it's ridiculous if you and i say that we're friends we're friends and our friendship will live or die based on what you and i put into it and we don't need a piece of paper from dunkin donuts or walmart or the state of whatever to tell us that we're friends we're friends because we say we are mm-hmm. and 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 to to certify a human relationship is a is a little odd and right. when when you explain it that way it, it it more often than not i got people thinking yeah it's just, this is a this whole it's not even about gay marriage or not it's about marriage period why do you need a company to tell you that you love the person that you love you don't need you what you need is you need to love that person and that person needs to love you back and that's what that relationship will live and die on not a piece of paper that can be negated or bought out you know right. <laughs> how good is that piece of paper if you can just negate it with you know 500 bucks and a lawyer you know <laughs> right well, uh, obviously, I'm looking at the reviews now, so it's been well received over the last couple of years. Uh, a lot of people love the book, and um, but let me ask you uh, yourself, or maybe the group, or four of the authors, do you consider yourselves sovereign citizens? Do you take that approach to things, or no, no, because um, the 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 term sovereign and citizen can't they can't exist in the same. Uh, phrase because citizen is a commercial term. Um, mm. So, so you couldn't you you could no more be a sovereign citizen than you could have a a a, a dry glass of water. Mm. You know, I, I mean, it, it's you you can be sovereign or you can be a citizen, but you can't be a sovereign citizen because those again those two terms don't even uh, that don't even go together. Which is why you watch people uh, try to pull that crap with with cops and the, the second somebody uses the term sovereign citizen, the cops know that, that you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, so, yeah, you know, it's, it, 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 it'd be like walking into a gun store and go, "Where are your assault rifles?" It's like the person <laughs> the, 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 the gun the gun shop owner is going to go, "This guy doesn't have any idea what he's talking about," because of course you know assault rifle isn't a thing. It's a, it's 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 a term made up by the you know the corporate news media to right. get people worked up. But um, but yes, yeah, so, so, so so I think we we consider ourselves human beings. Period. Mm-hmm. Human, hu- just human beings, and at best, we want to be able to um, enter into deals and agreements and contracts consensually, not forced into them. Right. Um, it all comes down. It all comes down to consent. It's like when I when I go into a Walmart, I'm walking into their jurisdiction, so I have to play by their rules. But when I walk out of the Walmart, I'm no longer in their jurisdiction anymore. And you know, if I was driving home and I saw a a, a Walmart car pull up behind me and you know turn on some red and blue lights and try to pull me over, it'd be ridiculous because be like, buddy, I'm not even in Walmart anymore. You know, go away. But mm. that's exactly what happens every time a police officer pulls you over. You know, yeah. uh, is, is you have this officer from a, a, a privately owned company um, and I'm talking police officers, not sheriffs. Uh, there's obviously a big difference between police and sheriffs, but police officers, you know, are, are policy enforcement officers for the company that they work for. And if you are not um, if you don't have an, a, a relationship or an agreement with that company, then those officers don't have any jurisdiction or authority over you either. That's a good point. So would common law be the law that is abided by? Yeah, I mean, I, I think 
common law is really the only law that there is because we don't even um what we call law you know and this is this is kind of another one of those conversations where i i, I hope like it, it makes at least one or two other people start thinking about this like there is no there is no law that there's no speed limit law there's no there's no law that says you you can't have cannabis there's no law that says there there's there what what there are are there are codes and there are statutes and if you ask someone to see the speed limit law in your state they're going to they're going to cite something and it's probably going to start with those three letters ucc and then a bunch of numbers and dashes and no that that stands for uniform commercial code so code is not law code is code and it's only commercial um law is law and 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 I, I'm not familiar with I, I, there's there is maritime law, which is of course the the, the, the law of the sea, which is why our courtrooms uh, curiously look like ships. Um, I'm sure there's no shenanigans going on there, um, but um, but but you know there's the law is law, code is code, and code is commercial, law is non-commercial. Well. Um... The, the demand seems to have temporarily exceeded supply on this book for now, but I think you can still get the Kindle version, correct? Oh, no, you can. No, you can. You can still you can order the. Uh, the, the yeah, you can order the print version all day long. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, the print. Oh, well, OK, because it says temporarily out of stock. I don't know if that's just Amazon itself or maybe uh, maybe. Um, Shouldn't be because it's a uh, it's it it's uh, actually print on demand, so it shouldn't be. Uh, oh, I okay. Know, I don't know why. Just, uh, I just read in where it says temporarily yeah. out of stock. So I don't know why. I don't know why why it would be doing that. But as uh, an author, that's a good thing, John. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sold out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you can still get it on Kindle, and and I do see yeah. two used, two used books are available and one new. So yeah. you, you can still get it from Amazon, and I'm sure Barnes and Noble and. Etc. Oh, correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, 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 we're we're all books are sold. <laughs> we're all books. You uh, you did uh, mention in the book a couple of times corporate manipulation. I think mm -hmm. you touched on it a little bit, but maybe you can elaborate. Well, I'm you know corporations are fictional commercial entities, and they only have one thing. A, a corporation only has one purpose and that is to be self-perpetuating to be profitable um so so a corporation you know doesn't have any other any other goal other than to live another day and it can only live another day if it's if it's profitable <coughs> excuse me and people will go yeah but there's a you know there's there's human beings behind those those actions well tell tell me one board of directors in any corporation that um, where there's anything more important than remaining profitable. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's literally the bottom line of any corporation. And so <clears throat> we talked earlier when profit motive is the goal, um, you're not, you're not going to, you're not going to get the best good goods or services that you would otherwise get if profit motive wasn't the goal. And, you know, I, I mean, if, if we were, you know, living our, 
you know, if, if I was, if, if my marriage was based around profit motive, um, I don't know that I would be the husband that I, that I am, you know, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because my, my, my marriage is not based in profit. It's based in, you know, the love that I have for my wife. And so I do what I have to do, um, to, to love my wife in the most appropriate way possible. And that doesn't have anything to do with profit. So I think anytime you're dealing with a commercial entity, um, it, you just, it's just, wise to 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 know that that commercial entity um only has one thing in mind and that is to turn a profit and mm-hmm. that's not to say that there aren't good well run or well intended corporate entities out there there's there there are many of them but you you have to deal with the human you know i mean how how many times have we all gotten like a i mean is there anything more painful than getting on the phone with like, you know, a phone company or a credit card company or you know, any, any, when you get in those, those automated loops and all you're doing is just praying for a human being to pick up the other end so you can actually talk. I've experienced you, that this very yeah, day, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and every once in a while you get, you get a good human being who, who, who will do the human thing and help you out. But you're dealing with that human. You're not dealing with that corporation. That corporation is, like I said, it's just it's a, it's a it's a piece of paper filed away in a cabinet somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So would it be wrong to characterize this book as a self help book? I think it's very yeah very very much so. And I wouldn't be wrong. It would be it would be very very accurate. Um, mm-hmm. Any because because honestly, the whole point of the book was to help um, people like like ourselves that we're going through this same journey of just eyes opening up and 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 learning about you know learning about the world around around us in ways that we were not originally told that it was and so yeah and and, and you know when you understand something it uh, a lot of times it takes the emotion out of it i think a lot of emotional especially a lot of negative emotion just comes from not understanding or fear. Um, and, and when, when, you know, I don't expect, um, okay, we're about to just give you a, a, a really easy example. We, we, we are about to start a whole new season of America's next top president. And um, <laughs> like, I don't care. Cause, cause I'm not part of that religion. I don't care. I've never gotten, I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm 58 years old. I've never gone to my mailbox. I've never, I've never got, I never got my Reagan prize, never got either of my Bush prizes, didn't get my Obama, my Clinton. Um, didn't, and, and, none, none of those characters have ever affected my life in any way at all. The, the, the people who, the, the 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 people who have affected my life are the the people in my life. Those mm-hmm. those those characters on TV and 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 you know I I I would I would I would table the possibility that you know uh, whoever's playing the part of you know I mean you know, it's currently it's you know it's Brandon um, you know <laughs> is 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 Brandon any different than Darth Vader? I mean they're they're, <laughs> they're both they're both on a screen. <clears throat> You're never gonna. They're never gonna come to your house. They're next. You know, you're not. You're not gonna run into them at the store. You know, they're not. They're not gonna loan you any 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 money if you need it. You know what I mean? So the, these these are these are media characters. Can we? And, can, can I? Can I pull out of you uh, your opinion of RFK? Given what we spoke about, RFK Jr. I think it's just another just another character on that okay. on that on that stage. You know, okay. I, I mean, it's it's um you know. It, 
there is there is a group of people. I honest, honestly think that there, there's really only two types of people. Um, there's the control. There, there's the control group. There's people who like to be controlled. I mean, a lot of people find comfort in being told what to do and how to do it and what they can and can't do. There's 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 people who find comfort in being controlled, and there's more than enough people who want to control people. And so right, so, right. so that group of that control group gets along just fine because there's people that want to be controlled, and there's no shortage of people that want to control them. And then there's everybody else, and then there's the, then there's the other group of, of of of, and I would definitely be in the other group of, you know, I don't I don't want to be controlled. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying that I, that I'm not. My wife controls me. Uh, like no other human on earth controls me, but I consent to it. Ah, you know what I mean? Okay. Like, like yeah. you, you know what I mean? Like, like I want, I want to be, you mm-hmm. know, and, and, mm-hmm. and I, I don't want to give the impression that I have an abusive wife. I, when I say control, it's like <laughs> if, if my wife tells me to do something and she's passionate about it, I'm going to take into consideration that it means something to her and that I'm, I'm probably going to do that thing because it's, 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 she's passionate about it, but I consent, I consent to that. Um, yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I don't think RFK Jr. or 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 or, or any 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 of those any of those characters, um, any of the Congress critters at all. They're 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 part of that control group. They honestly believe that they, ha- if given the opportunity, they will have the 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 ability, the the magic superpower to to de- make declarations and tell the rest of the world what to do and how to do it. And that's just, you know, I, it's, it's, it's a bit twisted if you, if you really step back and think about it, because, you know, brother, Glenn, I want you to be the best you, you can be. And if mm-hmm. I can help, you know, if, if I can contribute to that, if, if being friends helps or if being a good neighbor helps and then, then, then I'm, I'm all in, but man, I, there's, I, there's never going to be a day that I wake up and, and I have any piece of desire to want to control you. Mm. You know, I don't even want to control. I don't even, I don't even want to be, I don't want to control my wife. I don't want to control my kids. I'd like to be in control of my situation, but man, I've got, I've got, I've got two boys, you know, 18 and and, and 26 and, and, and I don't control them. I am their father. I, 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 I am a, I'm a, I'm a figure, you know, of, I guess, I guess authority. I don't really even, really even like that, but I, but I, I am their father, but I don't, I don't control them. I love them and I care about them and we have a relationship, you know, but, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't control them. I don't. And, 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 and I think we all know parents who do control their yes. kids and, yes. and what, and what happens to the kids that the kids push away at some point, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I just, I don't want my kids to ever push away from me. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I love my kids, you know? And so I, I don't, I don't want, nobody wants to be, con- I mean, very few people want to be, controlled you know right, right. I, I mean there 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 are there are the again i previously mentioned there are there are some people who who find comfort in it but you know i think there's a lot more people that don't want to be controlled which is right. why you know uh you know back to the whole this this coming season of america's next top president you know i mean i i there, <laughs> there will be there will be you know maybe i mean maybe 10, 15% of the, the, the actual people who could participate in those shenanigans that would actually will, you know, I mean, it, it, we're given this impression that, you know, the country's divided. The country's not divided. Most people don't care. 
you know, most people don't care about, about, about any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, if you look, if you look at the number of human beings that are in this country and how many of them are supposedly of age versus how many people actually vote, I mean, it's just, it's, a, it's a small, small, small per- percentage. And so right. we're, we're, given, we're given this impression that there's, there's a lot more people playing this game than there actually are. And, and I think, I, I think this, this, uh, this next, uh, this next season will will be interesting because i think it'll be it'll have the lowest participation rate ever mm-hmm. uh, and and they're really going to have to come up with some with with, with some compelling storylines to get people to even care you know i, I think i think what one 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 of the characters will, will probably run from jail because that's i mean that's that's too good to not write into the script so you got to write that into the script <laughs> and, and, and 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 i think uh, I, who who knows who knows what will happen on on the other uh, on, on the other side? I mean, mm. someone's probably going to get so someone's probably going to get killed off, and, and and they'll have to bring in some new savior from from upon high to 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 come save the day. I but, can you see know, that I mean, happening too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but anyways, yeah. You know, I mean, it's 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 a great drama for those that like television. But I mean, I'm not. I don't. I don't. <laughs> spend a whole lot of time in front of the screen right i hear you do you john or any of your three co-authors have a sequel in mind or you yeah, want to abso- oh ab- oh absolutely absolutely no the red the red pill book series is, is is going to is going to continue um we're we're probably going to over the course of the next several years we're probably going to drop a red pill book that that deals with um there's, I think the next one up is absolutely going. It's it, it's going to deal with specifically with the medical industrial complex. Um, what what is what has happened, um, and what we can do moving forward to to take you know the, I, I guess the the responsibility of our own health and wellness, um, put it back in 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 each individual's lap. And, and 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 get get as many people out of the mindset that our health and wellness is someone else's responsibility, some some other some other you know commercial entity's responsibility, and it's gotcha. and it and, and and it's not. So so we'll definitely do that. Definitely want to do a a red pill book on the the difference between legal and lawful. Uh, we were talking about that earlier. Um, def, definitely want to do one on, on education. I think education is a, is, is, is a huge topic that I'd be um, most interested in. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Because, because, uh, you know, ed- education is, is when, when somebody says that they're, you know, if, if you, I, I'm a, I'm a big stickler for words and definitions and I love old dictionaries because you, you can see what the words used to mean before they changed them. Mm. And, uh, you know, education, when you are educated, you are simply repeating what you were told. When you are learned, you are reacting from experience. And, and, and so um, Interesting. I, 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 I like, I think that that is, that right there is a, is a really good basis for a, a book and a discussion because I want to be, um, you know, if, if, if I'm, if I'm learning how to operate um, an electronic device, a complicated electronic device, then I need to be educated. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I am learning how to, um, how, how, how to manipulate a, a and, and work through a, a, a human scenario, uh, I probably want to be learned mm. be, be, because I don't think there's a set of instructions that, that just one size fits all uh, right. uh, uh, on more human, you know, 
things. So, so, so I, so I'd want, I, I would want, I would want to come at something like that from a learned perspective versus an educated perspective. Well, can I, can I ask you one final question? Absolutely. What, what is your main uh, source of optimism? If any, I honestly, I think it is the, the under 20 crowd. Okay. I think the, yeah, I think I, I think the under, the under 20 crowd, at least what I'm seeing and what I'm experiencing, and I'm paying attention to it specifically. Um, I'm really glad you asked that because it's actually fast becoming a, a huge passion topic for me. I am seeing the under the, the, the kids under 20. I'm seeing a lot. First of all, they don't believe anything like <laughs> like we we were born into a world of skepticism. I mean, I never once uh, in, in my 58 years of being alive. I literally came out of the womb into the the pop culture meme that politicians and corporations are are self serving and they're not they're not your friend. I mean we, we've we've known that our entire existence. Yeah. You keep the kids now like they're they're so far beyond that. Like they don't believe anything. I believe anything. Like I, I honestly believe you know the you know the, the the second coming could happen right in front of them and they'd be like ah, that's CGI. You know they wouldn't they wouldn't believe it and so. I love that skepticism because you can't um you can't when when you are skeptical you are open to becoming learned you know you, you know what I mean as as opposed to being educated and so so I see the under 20, 20 crowd they're disconnecting that you know they don't you know they're not you know they're not tied to you know these fondle slab devices that everybody is a uh, you know just just addicted to I, I see I see a lot a lot of kids they 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 don't have phones they don't want to drive they you know now now a lot of this is 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 laziness too but <laughs> they but, don't want to work yeah, either <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 and you know and 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 I think earlier in life you know may, maybe a lot of us weren't weren't as productive or as responsible as we are later in life mm-hmm. but I I do think that the um the the under I, I'm super optimistic that that. By the time the, the the kids right now that are you know the the, the preteens and the teens, 10, 15 years from now they will. I mean, they're already some skeptical mothers, right? <laughs> so so imagine what what it's going to be like 10, 15 years from now with those with the when those are kids are now adults. How are they going to? How how are they going to navigate? How how right. are they going to parent? How are they going to school? How are they going to? work how are they going to provide for themselves what kind of parents will they become yeah and 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 i hope um i hope that what comes out of that is is a whole new level of self-sufficiency because we're just not taught you know i mean we we should we should be taught um from birth how to get water how to get food how to build shelter how how to how to be self-sufficient every other organism Living organism does that, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, what 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 do you see? You know, a mother bird doing. You know, what do you see a mother cat doing, or or, or a dog, or or a mother deer? I mean, they're teaching their young. This is where the water is. This is where this is where the food is. This is how not to die. This is where we sleep. You know, and 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 and, and if we learn to do that, and you and and we we see it happening. I think in mass. I mean, you know. 20 years ago, farmers markets weren't what they are today. You know, now, you know, I mean, there's some badass farmers markets out there. You know, I mean, you, sure. you, yeah. 
I I don't go. You know, I I stopped going to grocery stores. I, I think in 2016. 2016. Well, there's like, an entire organic yeah. movement, organic yeah, like, food movement. Yeah. You, you don't you don't need you don't need to go. You know, like like you don't need retail. You don't need commercial retail to get what you need. And and so I'm seeing I, I my you know. Sorry, sorry, being so long winded about answering that question, but I, I think that the young, the under twenty crowd is going to be way more self sufficient. They're already way more skeptical, and I, I think it's going to be them that learn a new way of doing things because the the uh, clearly the 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 way that we're doing things right now is not um it, it, it's just it's just not uh it's just not resulting in the best the, right. the best outcome. Well, that is both. Uh, simultaneously optimistic and scary as hell, <laughs> in my view. But that's yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you know, all, a lot of a lot of a lot of good a lot of good things should be scary. You know what all, I mean? All all future is should be scary, as you yeah yeah. Just said. yeah. Well, I certainly appreciate you coming on today, John. Uh, John is the co-author of the Red Pill Revolution, and I'm happy to hear that there's a sequel coming or a an uh, additional stories in the red pill pill uh, series absolutely and we definitely be looking out for that so yeah and, and uh, if you if you if you go to uh the red pill revolution.com forward slash guide i've got a little this is this is there's nothing to sell you i'm not collecting your data for any other reason this is this is purely a knowledge share mm -hmm. um the red pill revolution.com forward slash guide anti-dependency guide it is chock full of um just real life bits of information and actionable things that you can see and do yourself to just take back a little bit more of yourself, uh, be a little more in control of it goes through. I mean, it, water, light, EMF, electro smog, grounding, healthcare, sourcing, physical goods versus digital good media, commercial versus private. And it ends on consent. And there's in each one of those sections, there's like I said, real actionable things that you can do to, to own yourself a little more than maybe you did before you downloaded that guide. So I, it's, it's, it's purely a knowledge share. And, and, and I hope that, um, I think everybody that I think has ever downloaded that, even the most skeptical or the most seasoned rabbit hole explorer, there's, there's <laughs> at least two or three things in there that go, oh, man, I didn't know that. You know, but cool. I think I think the one that gets everybody, and maybe this will make you go download it. But um, I don't know if you've ever noticed the line that you sign on a check if you're writing a check out of your personal checkbook. That's uh -huh. not it's not a line. That's not it's, a solid line. It's 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 actually it's called micro it's it's microtype and it's a, it's a little contract. I can't show it on my camera, but I happen to have one right in front of me. It's it's uh it's it's what now? It's 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 a little contract. If if you uh, I, it would take probably another hour to explain that by writing that check. It's a, con it's a conflict of interest, um, but but so you couldn't have a line. It's actually a contract, and, and and if you if you if you look closely, like I said, it's not a solid line. And a lot of people, you know, I mean, oh. people have written thousands and thousands and thousands of checks in their in their day, and they've never noticed that what they're actually doing is just, they're not signing on a line. They're signing a little contract. Well, you know, as soon as we sign off, I'm gonna get my magnifying glass out look at that checkbook yeah. you know? yeah. but i certainly appreciate you coming on mr gusty it was it was a pleasure this is a fast it was actually more than an hour but it was a very fast uh, hour and um i recommend this book to anyone who's interested in what we were talking about tonight and we've been looking forward to the sequel coming out so Absolutely. reach and, out and to me when uh, that's available we'll have you back on to talk about the sequel 
Fantastic. And just, hey, just thank you for what you do. And thank you for, you know, I mentioned this earlier in our conversation. Thank you for keeping conversation going. This is this is important. It's important that we have conversations like this and and and, and things and 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 talks like this to where, you know, I mean, there's yeah, there's so much I can learn from you. And, and and there's so much you can learn from me, and and, and absolutely. In a, in, in a perfect scenario, we both walk away a little a little more learned, and, which is um, probably the motivation for many independent podcasters just to to converse so, and learn. Yeah. So thanks, thanks, man. It's it's, it's like I said, appreciate the conversation. Thank you, Mister Gutty. And and to people watching and listening, I will put in the show notes the link to the guide he just referenced. Thank you again, sir. Have a great evening. You too. Take care. Okay. Thank you.